Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. In today's episode of the podcast, I take some time to talk about uh, how to figure out the most accurate or one of the most accurate ways uh, to uh, figure out how much you should be eating with your macronutrients, your calories, uh, what you should be eating, and things like that. So make sure you tune into this episode if you're kind of confused on the macronutrient and calorie front. Uh, And then this question that we are talking about or that I am answering today was sent in on my Instagram story. If you don't know, This whole show, this whole podcast is based on your questions, the questions that you guys, the listeners, send in to me. So if you find me on Instagram, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. You can send in as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions um, as you would like on my Instagram story every single Sunday. On Sundays, I put a little question box up there, and that is where you can submit all the questions that you would like um, that you would like to have discussed and talked about and answered on this show. For other free content that you might be interested in, like articles on fat loss, muscle building, nutrition, training, things like that, uh, videos, guides, eBooks, all of that is free, and you can find it at PullmanFitness.com/free. Uh, the way you spell that is P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Today's question comes from Amanda, and the question is, what is the most accurate way to calculate macros, uh, and is it possible to be done without a coach? I'll start with the second part of that question. Yes, it is definitely possible to be done without a coach. You do not need a coach to, cal- to calculate your macronutrients. Um, and I'm a coach and I'm saying that right now, you don't need one. It's, it's definitely possible to do it on your own. Uh, the thing with having a coach or having someone else do it is just, it just takes a little bit of the guesswork out. And that kind of brings me into the answer for the first part of the question. Uh, the reason I say it takes some of the guesswork out is because calculating your macronutrients, uh, isn't really something that is done with 100% accurate, you know, precision. It takes a lot of guesswork. Um, it takes a lot of fiddling around and figuring out what works best for you and um, what your body reacts to best, whether it's more fat, more carbs, or, you know, or sorry, more fat, less carbs, or more carbs, less fat. It kind of just um, depends, and that takes time to figure out. Now, normally when, you, when we've, you know, used calculators and things like that online to calculate your macronutrients, you have a lot of different factors that play into that. You have your age, your height, your weight. Um, your activity level, your body fat percentage, and things like that. Now, that is, even though that's a lot of data, even though those are a lot of data points, there are still a lot of factors uh, missing that are not quite taken into consideration. Uh, And there are so many factors uh, from your body stats, like we just talked to, uh, talked about all the way to your hormone levels, your genetics, what your body's used to, all everything like that. There are so many factors that come into play that it, that's why uh, you know it becomes kind of impossible to figure out perfectly what your body needs um, for that exact time period to reach that exact goal. So it, I, from my professional standpoint, I definitely do not recommend going into a calculator and plugging in you know, your, your height, your weight, your age, the goal you're trying to get to your activity level, and then just going off of that. And the reason I say that is because something that I've learned as a coach over the years is that, uh, the thing, the, the thing, or the one factor that tells me the most about what the individual will respond well to, uh, is what they're already used to. 
So if we were to put this in training terms, for example, uh, you know, studies, tons of studies will show you that generally speaking, eight to 12 reps is going to build the most amount of muscle tissue uh, if you're training in between that rep range. But yet you still have hundreds and thousands of people who um, might have never trained before or they've always trained eight to 12 rep range. All of a sudden they go down to four to six reps and they build more muscle than they ever have. Uh, so you always have these, you know, these these outliers or things that kind of break what, you know, controlled studies say. And that's just because there are so many factors that come into play um, and our body just responds best to what it's not used to. All right. So if we go back into that nutritionally, you can plug all of those stats in. You can plug all of those numbers in to figure out where you should be with your macronutrients, where you should be with your um, calories. And it will it will tell you, let's say, twenty five hundred calories. But up to this point, you've had an average of about, I don't know, 17, 1800 calories a day for the last three to four months. Uh, if you go straight from that intake all the way to 2500, um, the odds are you're probably going to put on a bit of body fat doing so. Will you gain some lean muscle tissue as well? Yeah, if you're training properly. Um, but in my opinion, that's just too big of a jump unless you're totally fine with putting that body fat on. So my, my whole point here is that we can use all these calculators, formulas, uh, all this um, math to try to figure it out, but it's not going to give us a good idea. What is going to give us the best idea, um, and when I say best, that doesn't mean 100% accurate, perfect every single time. I just mean the best idea versus, you know, it, it, it's better. It's the best out there. That doesn't mean it's 100% accurate. It's better than the alternatives is what I'm trying to say. Um, what is going to give you the best idea is just figuring out what your body is used to. So, what I always recommend uh, for individuals trying to figure this out, and it's always what I have my clients do when they first start with me, uh, just track your food, your food intake, your food and drink intake, anything that goes into your mouth that you consume, uh, track that for 10 to 14 days. That is going to give you a fairly decent idea of what your body is used to and where you need to go from there. It's also going to teach you a lot too about what you're currently eating. Now, the challenge with this um, is you have an element of being more aware of what you're eating, but yet you still need to eat as you normally would. Um, so for example, let's say you pound two bowls of cereal every single morning uh, and you've been doing that for God knows how long. And then all of a sudden you see the amount of sugar that's in there and then you're freaked out and then you, you know, take it to a half a bowl of cereal. That's not an accurate depiction of what your body is used to. Um, so that's the challenge there. But anyway, you need to track your food intake 10 to 14 days, um, 10 at the minimum, just to get an idea of what your body is used to. And then you go from there. Now, what I always recommend to people is that once you figure that out, you have to. So let's say your body is used to, I don't know, 2000 calories, just for example. Uh, from there, you need to figure out what your goal is. So if your goal is to put on size, uh, you probably want to add some calories to that. If your goal is to uh, decrease body fat, um, to lose some weight, you might want to take some calories away. And I'm not saying always, this, there are a lot of factors that go into this. For example, if you're used to only 13, 14, 1500 calories a day, and you want to take a few hundred calories away to lose body fat, you're putting yourself in, in jeopardy here because you are um, going into very low intake. Your energy is going to suck. You're not going to perform well in the gym, and it's a very slippery slope and the one that's really, 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 really hard to get out of. It's the classic example of what you see in a yo-yo diet, you know, when someone does some sort of restricting diet and they're just eating half of what they're used to, and then when they come back out of it, they go back to the way that they were normally eating, and they put on all the weight that they lost and then some. So, 
it's very uh, it's a very slippery slope, and that's why having a coach can help because you have someone that has experience um, and you have someone who can understand the situation of, of things that are going on both in the small picture and in the big picture. Uh, even if you know someone who does this for a living or is a coach, nutritionist, whatever, ask them their advice. I'm sure they would give you their advice um, if you just ask them. It's not like you need to hire them just to figure out your macros, but I always recommend asking someone if you're really unsure. So anyway, uh, you figure out what you're used to, you figure out what your goal is. So let's say you're eating 2000 calories, you want to gain some weight, you decide you're going to add some calories to your intake, you're going to go to 2200 calories. So now 22, excuse me, so now 2200 calories is your calorie goal. From there, uh, my first recommendation is that you get, uh, you, you get your protein set up, you figure out what your protein intake needs to be. Now, this is where most people struggle because they eat far less protein than they normally should. So jumping up to the appropriate amount of protein that fast can be a very big adjustment. Um, and it's really hard to build momentum and get consistent with it because you're used to eating 70 grams of protein today. Uh, but now all of a sudden the next day, once you try to hit your goals, you have to eat 140. That's a very big adjustment. So Anyway, protein, I always recommend that people eat anywhere from uh, 0.6 grams to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. Now, I understand that that is a massive range. Uh, if you are trying to preserve lean muscle tissue, build lean muscle tissue, get more tone, define, bigger, whatever it is, I always recommend you stay on the higher end of that of that range. So 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. Um, if you are someone who is morbidly obese or very, very overweight, I recommend that you stay on the lower end um, because you have plenty of stored energy that your body can use to um, uh, use as energy to either build muscle or burn body fat, whatever. Uh, and so 0.8 grams to one gram of protein per pound of body weight is where I recommend people start. Uh, and then from there, once you have that consistent and you're, you're eating that consistently, then you can kind of uh, play with your carbohydrates and fats. Now, this is where it varies a lot from individual to individual. Protein is usually a little more uh, stable across the board. You know, someone that is my size with different genetics um, usually can do, you know, okay with the same amount of protein. But uh, someone might have a better time, you know, with my same stats, someone might have a better time assimilating carbs than I do. Therefore, I eat higher fat, lower carb. Uh, so it really just depends and you kind of have to fiddle with that. Now, one thing that I always recommend not doing is taking your fat too low. If your fat intake is extremely low, your hormones are going to be all jacked up. And no matter how consistent you are, losing body fat, getting bigger, all that stuff is going to be extremely difficult because your hormones are like, those have to be dialed in and have to be healthy in order for you to see the results that you want to see, no matter how consistent your, your workout programming, all of that stuff is. So make sure your fats aren't too low, um, and then make sure you, you fiddle with carbohydrates uh, as, as you see how things you know go. So one thing that you can use as a measuring tool is an average weight. That's what I have all of my clients do. That's what I do myself. So that's weighing yourself every single morning at least five times a week. Uh, five to seven times a week, you're weighing yourself in the morning. Uh, after using the restroom before eating and drinking, and then you average that out on Sunday or whatever day it is when you get to seven days, you average that out. And that is your average weight for the week. Um, if your average weight is going up too fast, faster than you would like, then you just take those calories down or adjust those nutrients a little bit. If it's going to, if it's uh, staying the same and you want it to go higher, you just make adjustments. 
uh, from there. You know, if it's going down too fast, then you can add some more food. You can, you know, just kind of figure out what you want to do based on your goal. But that's how that's one tool that I um, recommend using. If you're someone who doesn't like the scale or gets freaked out by the scale or thinks the scale means everything, you can use things like, um, you know, body measurements. Uh, you can use the mirror. You can use progress pictures, things like that. You can base it off how you feel, how you think you look in the mirror. Um, there are tons of different things that you can do. So first things first. Get those calories figured out. From there, go to your protein, 0.8 grams to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. Uh, If you are overweight or obese, I would say lower towards the 0.6 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Uh, And then from there, you can use carbs and fats as a filler. Now, I always recommend that fats are a little bit higher. That way your hormones are in check. You know, you're also sleeping well, things like that, getting plenty of rest. That way your hormones are in balance there too. Uh, But then you can use carbs as a filler. So for me, like I said, personally, I've experimented over time, years and years and years. And uh, I've just come to realize that I just don't do well at a very high carbohydrate um, intake. For some reason, I just, uh, I feel more lethargic. I feel more uh, bloated, obviously, because I'm probably holding more water. Um, But my body just doesn't digest them the same. So I usually am a little higher fat and my carbs are a little bit lower than um, most people's. That's just the way it is. It works well for me. Um, But going into just some sort of calculator, the calculator doesn't know anything about me. So it wouldn't have known that. So it takes it. It it has some benefit. There is a lot of benefit and value to experimenting and taking your time um, and learning through this process. I have uh, let's see one. I have three clients off the top of my head. Um, that do really well with carbohydrates. So they are smaller than I am, uh, but they're eating anywhere from 350, 400, uh, as high as 450 carbohydrates a day um, because they're trying to put lean size on and their body fat hasn't gone up at all. Now, obviously, we've uh, managed that well with proper exercise programming. They're sleeping plenty. We've slowly added that intake um, to their, uh, to their, their meals. We haven't really just, just pounded on 450 grams of carbs when they were only used to 200. We've slowly built that up, but they are just individuals who respond to carbs well. Uh, and they have figured that out over time. I've helped them figure that out. So it it really just depends on what you're used to. There's no one right answer for this. Um, so to sum up everything, the question was how, what's the most accurate way to calculate your macronutrients? There really isn't one very, very accurate way, but the thing that will give you the best idea is just tracking your food intake 10 to 14 days, figuring out what you're used to. From there, decide what your calorie intake, what you want your calorie intake to be depending on your goals, whether you're keeping it the same, you're adding calories, taking calories away, figure that out first, and then figure out um, what macronutrients or how many grams of each macronutrient are going to make up those calories. So proteins and carbohydrates, you have roughly four calories um, per gram. Fats, you have nine calories, or yeah, nine calories uh, per gram. So four calories for protein and fat, or for protein and carbs, cheese, and then nine calories for fat uh, per gram. So use that to kind of figure out um, where your macronutrients should be. So your proteins first, 0.8 grams uh, to one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Then from there, go to your healthy fats, make sure they're not too low. Um, and I would say too low is below 50, 60 grams. Uh, and then from there, use carbs as a filler. And like I said, all of this depends on what your body is already used to and where you want to go with it. So, um, remember, you don't have to hire a coach for this, but it takes some of the guesswork out. If you know someone who does this, um, just ask them for some help, ask them for um, some guidance, and they should be able to help you with that one. So thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with your friends and family. Let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And then if you have a question that you would like to be answered on um, next week's 
uh, release of episodes, you can go ahead and find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Uh, and every single Sunday, I will post a question box on my Instagram story. And that is your green light to ask any sort of health, fitness, nutrition question uh, that you would like to have answered here on this show. For more free content, you can go ahead and get that at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast. <laughs>